Welcome, welcome to episode 11, BC Banter on the Heights, the weekly Boston College podcast hosted by myself, Brett Ryder and Pete Collins. Today, we take a look back at what was Wake Forest explosion down in Winston-Salem, the men's hockey team suddenly fast start, and last but not least, 20 questions with yours truly, part four. But to begin, Pete, how you feeling? Uh, Boston College is so mid, dude. Like, the fact that they're in the ACC is a blessing. We really belong somewhere else. That's how bad we are. Like, we just get beat up by any team that's worth their weight. The games against Maine, Rutgers, UConn, those are the fun ones because we have a reason to think that we could win. I honestly can't stand Loserville, a.k.a. Chestnut Hill. I, I would pump the brakes on adding UConn. We don't know yet. We might we we might be uh, getting some egg on our face after that on Saturday. No, like, I'm not, let, let me, I'm not very let me hopeful. Ref- let me restate <laughs> the games against Maine, Rutgers, and Yukons are the fun ones because we have a reason to think we could win. <laughs> yeah, okay. That is the state better. Rutgers, much we of- took an L. Maine, we got a win. So even in that list, we're one and one with one undecided game. So I'm not I'm just saying those are the fun ones because we might win. <laughs> we might lose. You don't know. Whereas the other ones, you just know you're gonna lose. It's just get ready to get handed an L. Right now it's like how much how, it's not even like are you going to lose it's like how much you're going to lose by i was that's all we can i was hoping yeah i was hoping that they were going to put up like a fight uh down in wake forest i i figured it, it would at least be like somewhat of a contest i didn't think that it was going to be that much of a drubbing honestly i thought they would at least at least you know do something but they did not at all and it's kind of hilarious at this point even that we'll get into in a second but even that touchdown drive was just so goddamn funny so funny it was like chaotic (laughs) explain bc season like in like a while (laughs) like fumble pick the ball up bomb the zay you know like oh my lord like what are we doing out here dude what is happening i feel like we're in like the matrix and it's just like, you know, it's like we took the wrong pill or something, but this is this is bad. This is really bad. I mean, you highlighted how bad Wake Forest's defense was last week on last week's episode, and we put up no points against them. I mean, what was your 15. prediction? Yeah. Your prediction was like what, like mid-20s, like hopefully upper 20s. Yeah. And like they yeah. can't even break 20. Yeah, I was thinking like two, three touchdowns. <laughs> Notice how I I I uh amended amended that so we don't yep. get the, the couple discussion but i said like two to few few touchdowns a few? <laughs> um yeah maybe sprinkling a field goal or so which they you know would they get two field goals so it's like jesus like i don't know man or what they got one field goal but uh i don't know man that's that's bad that that that's actually a per- perfect segue i feel it kind of stinks man because it's like you know that's the whole point of this, you know, episode and this cadence is to, you know, review and recap and then look ahead to the next. And it's kind of like, I'm looking at this review of Wake Forest where I'm like, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> let's hurry up and run through this nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, 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 I'm all set. I'm all set with doing this. Um, so yeah, let's get, let's just jump right into it. Um, what are, I, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you start. In, Every in terms day of like our is, Wake Forest recap. 
It's a day, baby. <laughs> Every day is a day. We said uh, last week they just got to get, you know, his seven catches move right along. This week he gets his 10 catches, 135 10, yards, yeah. touchdown on a bomb where Phil kind of made him jump back and then he ran it in for, you know, 10, 15 yards. He beat the guy to the pylon. He's moving on up the list. It continues to be Zay, 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 everything. Third time on the receptions. He's eight shy of being number two, 18 shy of holding number one spot for receptions. We're talking BC. I saw that. I saw that. He's also uh, 2,670 yards all time in yards. Number two Mm -hmm. on the ranking list. He's 131 yards shy of holding the number one all time for BC. So next week at UConn, you could, if a big game by Zay, you could be looking at the new all time uh, yards holder. You're not going to see him break the touchdown record next game, but uh, you might see it this year. Seven touchdowns shy of holding the record. He's got 23 all time in his career. So Zay just continuing to do his thing, closing in on all time Boston College records. By the time he leaves, Boston College, he's going to hold all those records, in my opinion. Yeah, I was actually, I was looking at that earlier at work. The touchdown record is the the only one that's not a slam dunk. The other two right. receptions and the um, yards are, are like, those are his. Um, we'll see if he, the touchdown one could could get interesting down, down the road, especially if he picks up like three or four more in these next couple of weeks. Uh, that'll really heat up. I mean, that, that, that'll be basically the only thing that we're going to be tracking at this point. I mean, <laughs> what else are we supposed to, to be tracking? You know, like what else are we even looking at? Freaking if Pat Garwo can, I mean, honestly, bro, yo, Pat Garwo went off last week. He had seven carries for 17 yards, dude, two and a half, 2.4, not even 2.4 yards a carry. Well, that's right off. in line with the team. I think he, I think he actually, I think he actually outperformed himself. I think he's had some weeks where it's like 1.1 yards a carry. So he's turning upward, you know, he's green arrow up. there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so the team ha- averages 2.3 yards an attempt on the season. So that's right in line with the pack arrows 2.4 from last game. They just doing nothing going nowhere. We just you, posted 2.3. Two, 2. Yep. 2, 2.3 oh, is no. the team average. Yeah, no, he's better than that. 2.4. That's what I'm saying. He's way better. He gets an extra 0.1. <laughs> yeah. 0.1 yeah. of a yard. That's talking, you're talking like yeah. a couple feet there. That's a uh, little uh little part of the football. He's extending the football a little bit more. You know what I mean? It's all, so it's all we, good. We just posted uh mockingly, but the leading rusher last week against Wake Forest, the Let punter. Mr. Longman, yeah, number right. 99 on the fake. He ran mm-hmm. for 24 yards on that attempt, which was mm-hmm. the longest carry of the day and also accounted for about half of our rushing yards. We had 56 rush yards against Wake Forest, which brought us to 473 mm-hmm. on the year. I think I saw someone post <laughs> online that a team in one game one time ran for 473 plus yards. So in one game, yeah. someone once ran for what we've run for the entire season. I know 473 is a, a shit ton for one game, but still just the fact that it's ever been done. is just, it blows my mind how little uh, effectiveness we're finding on the ground. And that's in now, now we're talking about more than half a season. You know what I mean? It's yep. not even like half a year no more. It's yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty freaking bad, dude. Even Five like the rushing. drive. That drive was just so, excuse my language, that drive was so fucking chaotic 
Like, first of all, returns it to the 30. They get the holding call, so they're back at the 10. Then we go, ooh, Phil Dracovic, pass to Joe Griffin. Your boy, Joe Griffin. Shout out Joe Griffin. Nine yards. And then Phil runs for four yards. And then pass complete to Zay for two yards. Then Xavier Coleman, no yards. Then, ooh, pass to Zay Flowers, 13 yards. Then Phil incomplete, incomplete. And then, ooh, pass to uh, Zay for two yards. And that's what, you know, set up Danny Longman with the 24-yard the scramper. And it's like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Let's do this. Pass complete to Pat Garwo, no gain. Then incomplete pass. And then pass complete to yours truly, Pat Garwo, minus a yard. So it's all right. So you did all that. Now it's fourth and 11. Um, so then what does Phil do? He's sacked for a loss, but not, not only that, then he fumbles it. Oh, then Wake Forest picks the ball up, but then what do they do? They fumble it. So then pause for a second. What a trash rule. Okay. What a trash rule that if you fumble it and someone else and the other team picks it up and they fumble it and then you get it, it's a first down for you. Oh yeah. Agreed. Trash Agreed. rule. So BC lucked out from some trash rule because they got the ball back first down. When in, in, re, in, in NFL rules, which the rule that I agree with, which makes more sense, if you were to recover that fumble, it's like, all right, well, turnover on down still. You still didn't get a first down. That was what you needed Is to that do right? that play. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, that's just a trash college rule. Did you look that up or did you just know that? No, I didn't that's know just, that. That's just a yeah, no, because you, you, a can't advance the ball, and b you de- once the defense gets the football, it's not like they have possession as the offense. So it's not like it's all of a sudden first down, Wake Forest. Oh, now they fumbled it. BC got it. Okay, now first down, BC. That's not how the NFL works. You know what I mean? If the if that was to happen and in, in the and BC was the was an NFL team, it would have just been turnover on downs. It's now Wake Forest's ball at that spot that you recovered it. Yeah, fucking garbage, dude. Um, but continue. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> with, with with pleasure, I think. Um, I think first and ten BC when, after fumble recovery. First and ten BC after fumble recovery. Full send, boys. Let's go. The time is now. Does was that when they was that was that the touchdown throw or was that? Oh, no, I think he had. Oh, no, it was the fumble snap. Yes. That's the touchdown. Yes. Throw. That's why it was such a mess of yes. a drive. Oh, but get, guess who reco- recovered the fumble? Who? Pat Garwell, baby. Oh. Heads he play. Heads he play. Heads he play. And then 61-yard nice. bomb. I, I want to watch this real quick. I want to watch this throw because you said it was a little behind him, right? Well, so he caught it. Myself. He caught it. Step back, almost. Oh, gross, dude! He should have let him because then, dude, he's yeah. lucky because that safety were almost, almost like ate his lunch, dude. That's what I'm saying. If, I mean, if he let him, in, he should have let him in stride. His, his, bro, his shoulder must be so like just trashed. I kind of feel bad. His shoulder's no good. You know what I mean? I think he's done. Like as far as being effective, I'm, I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick to like my thoughts that I really, I really don't think he's ever, I don't think he ever recovered right from his injury last year. You don't think? 
I don't think so, dude, because like, bro, like he even last year, like remember how bad he was against Florida State and uh, Wake Forest, those two games to end the season. Yeah. And like we we were both kind of like, oh, you know, he's he maybe he probably just came back too quickly. But like he looks the same like his his throwing like he's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's like a mental thing where maybe he's like mentally like he's got like the Chuck Knobloch yips where he's just all messed up from that injury or if it's like a physical thing where he's just not recovered from it. But, dude, he he does not like he has not looked the same ever since ever. I don't think he doesn't look comfortable. He's not throwing the ball. Well, you know who did throw the ball? Well, was Wake Forest's Hartman. That guy makes you want a quarterback on this team that can actually throw the ball and hang in the six tutties, make plays. six tutties, dude, five, five through the air, dude, five, five passing touchdowns. Them boys were partying. I told you, what did I tell you? They don't recruit. They don't play defense. They just throw tutties and Barty. That's exactly what they did. Except this time they did play a little defense. They didn't like play defense. It's just BC can't score or do anything. It's like they didn't even have to. They could have fielded their second team defense and been fine. Dude, they gave them they gave them that touchdown. They're like, nah. They're like, nah. Like, you must be new around here. Like, you, you can score on us. <laughs> like, here's the ball back, actually. Take this, take they they gave back that then on that like that second fumble. They're like, oh my god, like <laughs> all right, like, don't co- just don't cover Zay. Just let them score here, dude. Like they they don't, they're just not getting it. Like, you're allowed to you can score as many as you want on us. Like, we're not gonna try. Yeah, it's like they forced the fumble, got the ball. It's like, no, no, no. We don't recover fumbles around here. We fumble it right back to you. Yeah, here you go. Do something with this, please, for the love of God. But yeah, like you said, dude, that must be so nice having like an awesome quarterback. Like, I wonder what that's like. It's been 15 years since we really had one. Yeah, Matt Ryan casts a a shadow over at Alumni Stadium. You cannot... uh, you know, no one's been able to fill his shoes since, really. And it's been kind of sad for the fans. No, no, because they had Chris Crane. Then they had Uncle Dave, Dave Shinsky. Um, then Chase Reddick. Chase Reddick, they burnt Chase Reddick's red shirt back when the, the red shirt rule was, wasn't the four games. They burnt it way too quick, and they, like, messed up his uh, progression. And then they've just had like a slew of quarterback. I'm not going to like go through the list, even though I know the list, but I mean, yeah, it's bad, dude. Like we haven't had, and that's why, that's what, that's why I thought, I thought that that was going to be Phil. I didn't think Phil was going to be Matt Ryan, but I thought he was going to be, I didn't think he was going to be freaking Tyler Murphy without, without Mm -hmm. the running ability. Holy shit, dude. He did look Tyler Murphy run. Phil did. Yeah. Bro, he's he looks slow. <laughs> I mean, he looked he, that's kind of what you want at the goal line, like slow, accurate, like shoulder down. You know what I mean? Like it was I like know, a power dude, run. It felt he, like. he was slow. He's slow, bro. Like he's not. Yeah, no, he doesn't move well. He's he's got dude, no he, future after next year. I mean, next year he goes and works somewhere. What, what did he major in? Sports know, management or something like that. Yeah, hopefully. Well, that's what he'll be in. That's the field he'll be in next year. Get your resume ready, bad. Phil. Start entering the workforce. Get some interviews lined up for yourself. NFL yeah, combine's not bad. in your future. No, not realistically. Absolutely not. One thing I didn't expect that's... for Wake Forest's future was for them to move up four spots, though. 
They move up from 14 to 10 after that win. Was that that impressive to BPC yeah. like that? I mean, BC sucks. Who's who's not paying attention? They're like, oh, they BPC. Oh, they scored 40 plus. They held them under 20. It's like, yeah, but I mean, anyone that's worth their weight in, in butter couldn't come out here and do that. Yeah, but it, I mean, it, it also has to do with whoever, like the people in front of them. There was like teams that lost, you know what I mean? I get it, but... Um, it must have been more about that than that than their win. I get their win, but their win is yeah. exactly what everyone thought they should go do, and they didn't. They yeah, didn't. yeah. I mean, a bunch of people like uh, Old Miss lost. Syracuse, well, Syracuse, yeah. Syracuse, well, Syracuse was what four, they were. They were high. They lost. That was a garbage. That was a garbage. They loss. almost won. Um, they should have won. That was. They were winning. They had every BS. right to win that game, and then they lost. They just kind of faltered at the end. I know, man. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But that's why it was Syracuse, Old Miss, and um, UCLA. They all lost, so they all like moved down. But yeah, so it was like more to do with lot people who lost and then moving and then just winning and not like the fact that they absolutely creamed us. BC is just a trampoline for teams to get move up in the rankings. <laughs> It's just sad, dude. Like we got quarterback stinks. We got no no running game. The defense just got obliterated, as expected. But dude, there was like no fight there. Um, that was tough. That was really tough. So um, would you put it on? You put it on the agenda. Um, the the whole team attitude after, and, and you brought up a particular uh, quote about Halfley. I can let you read it off, or uh, I can re- read it off if you want. Yeah, I'll read it. I'll get my gum ready. When I walked in, when I walked in the locker room after I was done doing media, we had one player who called up the whole team. And most of the time in those situations that I've been in, you, you get guys kind of sulking in their lockers, complaining, probably saying that they're not playing enough, probably saying something about the coach and coaches doing the same thing. We've got a guy talking as positive as can be keeping the team together. I almost didn't have to address the team, and that's impressive. Thoughts? Man, we're such losers. Like, I like to see, obviously, but, like, that's the state we're in where, like, captains of the team have to make sure that you don't give up on the season because it's likely that you would think about giving up on the season at this point. Everyone's kind of, like, acknowledging the state that we're in. Isn't that what captains are supposed to do? Yeah, no, it's like that's what I mean. Like, yep. So you're ha- you're having a tough time. The captains, the the you know the players step up and have a team meeting and say, you know, guys, keep your head in it. We you know stay focused. Yep, check. But it's like the coach being like, oh, it's nice to see. It's almost like I didn't have to go in and do anything, bro. We're <laughs> such losers. It's like, uh... what the fuck was that? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I get it. Like, giving props to like your leadership. Um, <clears throat> that's super trash. Like, that that was like the highlight of your matchup with a top fifteen team was the fact that after like you got crushed one of your captains came out and actually like tried to rally the troops. Like that, that was your, 
that was like your big takeaway from the weekend is that you, you have someone that still has heart and still cares. Okay. All right. We now we roll into Yukon. That's perfect. We got people that we, we we got someone who's at least one person still cares. You know, that doesn't that and the thing is is like it doesn't say that like they all they all rallied up and are like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where's that part? Not to like really, you know, read into what wasn't said, but still it's like you're talking about one guy who, you know, is a captain rallying the troops. It's like that doesn't that doesn't necessarily say that the whole team isn't demoralized. It's just it's just such a bad this bad look after bad look. It's it's not good. To me, it means that they're just not falling apart. Like if there was reports coming out that people were, you know, throwing equipment in the locker room or people were getting to arguments or there was discussions about playing time, you know, or people who weren't getting playing time were like, fuck it. If we're going to keep getting trounced like this, let me play, you know, and like people are getting pissed. If I was hearing those reports, I'm like, man, they lost everything. Everything's going haywire down there. So the fact that we're getting reports, hey, people are stepping up and keeping us together. I guess it's a positive thing, but it's also. Yeah, but that's that's coming from the coach, too. Why is he putting that out there? Well, the yeah. You know, the players backed it up. Valdez said it was, you know, uh, major. Yeah, that was, no. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like, I'm skeptical. Like, I just don't understand why are you putting putting that? I'm not saying that, like, it can't be put out there or, or that it shouldn't be put out there. But like homie had a reason to put that information out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just, we're not falling apart. Hey, yes. It's okay. Yes. Now, now you see where I'm going with that. Yeah. That that's how I kind of looked at it. Like Halfley's like, almost like, yeah, we're, we have great senior leadership. Everyone's still on board We're we're fighting through this as a family. It's like, you, you know, you, you're putting that out there because you want us to know that. Cause you, you, you know how we really feel. I don't know. I, I, it was, I guess, nice to see, but it doesn't really change anything for me. Like it's, it's kind of a sad look, honestly. He might be fighting to keep his job. I mean, let me just throw the scenario out there. Let's just say they lose to UConn and they finish with two wins. Like, can you keep your job? I mean, you shouldn't. That doesn't mean he won't, but you sh- probably shouldn't. Um, I'm, dude. Even with, I mean, even three wins is pretty, pretty putrid, right? Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah, but it's just, just considering where our heads have been at the whole time. The whole time, each episode we talk, where we've been eyeballing three wins. I think at the beginning of the season we were like four. But, you know, I think it's been lowered since then to three. And we've always been in that three, four range, you know, to come away with three wins would then be what we expected the whole time. And this whole time we've been saying you got to give Halfley another year. It really doesn't make fiscal or financial sense, really, to not give him another year. But then you come away with two wins and you can't even beat UConn. You're like, dude, you're not. You suck so bad that we'll take the financial hit. Like, we can't keep you. You're just that bad. You can't win with anything that you're given. Like it was your responsibility yeah. to have depth at O line. You're starting walk ons and defensive linemen. They're atrocious. You haven't really made any progress to getting us run game. You know, there's little flashes in the pan, but you're still averaging like 65 a game, 67.6 a game. 
you know, you can't do anything. Phil, the quarterback that you brought in, isn't doing anything. He looks miserable. Moorhead, the guy behind him, has played five times. I don't know. I haven't seen anything too spectacular out of him. And he's basically going up against second teams or first team defenses that don't give a shit anymore. You know, we keep getting blown out. We never have a chance at winning any game. Even when we're close in a game, it, we still don't feel like we're in it because it's like, we'll wait till they turn it on and we'll get smushed. So it just seems like Loserville over here. And if you were to only come away with two wins, it would really put the stamp on how bad Loserville is. Well, that's actually a perfect segue. Um, so I got some some questions for the class. Is it is it time to pull the plug on Dracovic, on Jerk? Yep. yep. I mean, Jay. so you keep filling. Maybe you beat UConn and you finish with three wins. You really don't have any other upsets that I see on the schedule. Um, you know, maybe Duke. Who knows? Probably not, though, at this point. Bro, Duke's um, not bad. No, they're not bad. That's what I'm saying. At the beginning of the year, they were maybe they, we just have no chance right now. We're just that bad. Um, so at this point, what do you have to lose? Is almost my thought. Like you got to start shaking it up. You, maybe you do the whole um, put more head in to let them know. Hey, Phil, you really fucking suck, and we need better out of you. And if you're not going to do better, or we're not going to see if we don't see something that makes us want to put you back in, you're not playing again for us. Like we can't keep this up. Right. We would rather start thinking about next year. We're just we're going to come out and admit it. Everyone can see how bad we are. Let's just be more transparent and say we're playing for next year. So lots of guys that, you know, are young are going to get more reps in anticipation of next year and just say it and just be open with it. And I think we would all be a little bit more okay with it. So, yes, it's absolutely time by keeping them in. You're almost like saying, no, we're still trying to win. It's like, oh, this desperate attempt at winning that is so putrid because you have no shot at it it's just like embarrassing and it's just like what are we doing and it just continues to have criticism come with playing phil i think it's absolutely time to pull him bench him say if you can't score more than 15 points in a game we can never win so we're just going to try something else just for the sake of trying something else well yeah because that also goes into your previous point um in regards to to coach because it's like if you're not if like if you're trying to save your job at this point, like the wins, the win, you're not, you're not saving your job by trying to win games. It's almost like you now need to like kind of show your plan and like, what's, 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 what your future is going to start looking like and like what your vision is. So it's like, you almost like to save your job, you need to cut, cut bait and move on. And, and you need to be able you need to be able to show that you're willing that you're willing to better the team by making these hard types of decisions. Like, dude, if you're going to stick with this kid, just cause like, he's your guy and he's a senior and all those other point cliche points, weak points, then you're probably not the right guy to be a head coach of a division one football team. Because like, these are the hard choices that you have to make. Like you have to be able to sit there and realistically fire the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would be like if I wasn't producing at my job and my boss is like, oh, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to give it this other kid a chance. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to I'm going to ride it out with him. Like, no, like I'm gone. If someone can if someone can perform better than me, like I'm gone. And that's what takes to be a boss. That's equates the same thing as a head coach. Like, can you make those tough decisions? Like, can you realize that you were wrong and and move on? So. 
it, I guess that coincides into, into my next question, which is, you know, I, I guess it was kind of two questions in one, but can Halfley save, save face by benching Phil? Like, yes, like it's time. Like you're almost like doing a detriment to the kid as well. Not to mention like the rest of the team, like he is not able to perform at a sustainable, at a high capability. So it's like, why are we, are you running him out there just, just because you like him? You know, like that's not the type of person that we should want running our football program. I think you need to send the message to the rest of the team that even if you're Phil, um, if you're not going to perform, you're going to go on the bench and we're going to play the people who give us output. And it's that simple. Yeah. And it's kind of, we're, we're at not cut in time. We're, we're at the midpoint. We're past midpoint of the season. So um, if you're not going to perform, you're not going to have a job on this team. Um, he can talk to the room and basically say, Hey, look guys, you see the record, you see the future of this team. If, you know, if we don't turn things around, so some changes are going to be made around here. If you don't like it, you know, come talk to me personally and I'll explain my decisions to you and just yeah. kind of have to like be a boss. Like you said. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, man. Like it, this isn't like pop one or a high school where, you know, you trying to like save the kids feelings or something. These are, they're adults. These aren't teenagers. Phil's like 24. <laughs> I mean, he might only be like 22, 23, but still like he's an adult. He should know too. Who cares if he's not an um, adult? You know, you're, you know, even if he has immature and he's still a child, sorry, child, even more reason to get benched. And honestly, dude, like this is a, this is like a, a, a multi-million dollar thing going, right? Like think about all the money that, that goes into this and all the money that is generated by this and all the, all the, you know, from a monetary factor, like if this dude is not performing, like how can you continue to keep him in there? It's like a detriment to the program. And we're seeing it week after week. Like it just doesn't make sense to me anymore. And it's like, if this, it, you know, and if you're not capable of, of going and doing that to, 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 you know, make a, decision that's going to impact people financially like you shouldn't be here case in point like sit sit the kid down and just move on let the let the other kid mess up well no you don't even need to move on it's not gonna get worse you can just bench him and play the other kid and if the other kid stinks be like all right we'll go back to we'll go we'll give phil a shot again and see if he can perform like do a carousel bring some people in fucking try some things out i'm sick of just rolling him out there seeing it him suck getting blown out, bringing more head in against the second defense and yeah. really get him getting a series or two, no footing under him. And it just all looks bad. And we cry about it at the end. I'd like start a new guy, let it put everyone on alert that they're, if they don't perform, they'll immediately be benched and they have someone ready to go to replace you. And that we're playing the people who are willing to make plays. And we want to see who's going to make some plays. I just have a feeling if they bench him, he's gone. Like he's not, he'll, I, and I that's that's a sign him. to every that's a sign that to the rest yeah. of the team look look how right we were in benching him as soon as he as soon as he's not for the team he's for himself because as soon as he wasn't playing he didn't care anymore so the rest of the team would be able to vet, even eat, get behind the benching even more in my opinion that's why but that's why that's why i say like it's time it's you know time to cut cut bait and go go our go our separate ways because like Can we he's cut not bait with the football around. team we talk and just about go to way, hockey. Yeah, can we talk about a way more interesting team? Yeah, I want to start with your question first. Can you My present question? it? 
uh my question yeah. is bc hockey more followed than bc football at this point yeah i mean for me personally like <laughs> football like we talk about it way more so mm-hmm. one would think that i would i would answer with football is more followed but like i like hockey way more that they, they can actually win um there's the rest of the season to be played whereas it feels like bc season's played out I think the hockey team is, is a lot of fun. So for me personally, yeah, it's going to be more followed for me. Um, BC fans, I think, are going to get to be able to see more wins. So they might have more fun at the hockey games and the football games and, and watching us get trounced each week. But um, I, I think that the football team is just always going to have the most following, but inappropriately so. Yeah, I think the hockey the, – I mean, the hockey is more like uh... – Got like a cult niche following, but uh, it's definitely more, it's definitely more enticing, dude. Even when the hockey team sucked last year, I was still, still into it. I just the football is just there's no direction. Um, at least with hockey, it's like you know they're gonna rebound and be good. You well, know, like last year, the O line. Year year. Sorry, this year the O line is the football's problem, and last year the goalie was the problem. Mitch Benson, twenty-two save shutout. So if he's going to keep performing like he has, two point two one goals against per game. I mean, we can win some games if we have a goalie. Hell yeah, we can win some games, and they got a better third line too. They were like I said the last time; they were way too top heavy last year. Whereas like this year, they're a lot more balanced. Uh, defensively, they look great too. By the way, all three defensive pairings look awesome, which is yeah, like... no goals, so they have the stats to back it up too. Mm-hmm. And they didn't let up a power play goal for the first time this all year. We <laughs> talked about it last time. Power play goal go down 0 1 was their pattern. Power, they... power play goal to start to start yeah. the scoring, too. You know, <laughs> every game down 0 1. But uh, oh, Colby Ambroso leads the team five points. He's got goal in four games. Cutter's right behind him with three points, but only two games played. So, um, you know, that's my boy, Colby. So it's it's nice to see the the, the stats reflect, uh, you know, and Cutter being right there too, only two games played and still, and still a second in the team in points. So definitely the hockey team is something interesting to follow. It's that number 11, I'm telling you, dude. I think that number Sticks. 11 is blessed. Sticks. Next game's against UConn too. So that's kind of funny playing tomorrow so so we're recording wednesday it's tomorrow yep or or for people listening the game yo the game's tonight turn that shit on (laughs) yo the game is right now you're missing it (laughs) then they play a week again on thursday not i mean it's in north andover but still not at home against mary mac i want i just want to see them play mary mac Mary Mac, Merrimack, tomato, tomato. <laughs> November 5th, Saturday is the next time that they play at Chestnut Hill against Mary Mac. <laughs> my one of my my buddy's son is on um or not son, his godson is on Merrimack. No way. Yeah. Well, I would like to number four. Game. Um, I'm gonna shout him out because he asked me to shout him out on the pod. So I'll Maybe. shout him out. Mike, Mike Brown, defenseman for Merrimack, yeah, I almost called said it Merrimack too. Uh, Merrimack from, yeah, from Belmont. Um, my buddy, uh, shout out Chris Murphy, it's my boy. Um, 
Yeah, he hit me up the other day. He's like, oh, I think he comments on one of the things. He's like, yeah, my boy Brett, so fire. And I'm like, chia boy. Um, we were like messaging. He's like, he's like, yeah, like he's like, love the podcast. Like he's like, but uh, too much football talk. Talk more about hockey. And I'm like, I'm got you, rock, rock, Roger. <laughs> you know, say no, say no more, fam. Well, there'll be plenty of hockey talk on here going forward. We like to talk puck. But yeah, that so would be a Mike good weekend Brown, though. November fourth and November fifth. Yeah, it's the what the Duke game and then the Merrimack game on yep. uh, Saturday. Friday, Saturday, That's yeah. Sick. Back to back in Chestnut Hill. Sweet. Hell yeah. Yeah, perfect. And guess what happens after that? November seventh. Basketball, baby. Dude. Friday, Saturday, Monday. That's a great stretch of four days. They take Sunday off to let us watch NFL, and then we go right back into the action on Monday. Um, A lot of Chestnut Hill action. A lot of defending. They said Sunday. Sunday, they said, "Yo, bless up, watch some ball. We back. We'll be back Monday." Mm. (laughs) Love it. Want to load the right? All right. Let's get that clip loaded, bro. I need some question. I need some questions. I got the juices flowing. I'm ready to go. All right, fire us um, up. Which BC sport has the freshest jerseys that you can't buy from the bookstore? No, that, that that you will just you just can't buy. That you just um, can't buy. <laughs> so the hockey jerseys are sick, with the diagonal eagle, eagle like the eagle war mark. Those are sick. That's um, your favorite. Do you know what's actually been really growing on me is the. It's the b-ball jerseys, the basketball. They're fresh. I'm They're really, clean. I'm really, I'm really starting to like them. Baseball's um, my favorite. Yeah, the, the baseball, dude. You, you know what sucks, dude, is the baseball. There's like four different jerseys. They're all nice. Yeah, and not one of them is available for purchase. Just for the whole school, that's true. Except for that one retro hockey jersey that you can buy. What retro hockey jersey? If you go online and like go to like the bookstore. Oh, the white one? Yeah, you can buy one jersey, but it's like an old school hockey one. I have the um I was actually gonna wear it for this episode. I have the maroon one. It's a rock. They sold they were I know. I dude the reason I don't wear it is because it's so nice. I it hangs up, it's it's hanging up right now. You don't want to like spill ketchup on it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I just like it. Um, I, hear you. I bought it. Well, dude, that's the thing. Like when I seen they released them, I was like, yeah, definitely buying one of those. And then um, I waited till like, I mean, they, they started playing in October. I didn't get the Jersey till March and that was a supply chain issue at the time. But yeah, they're, 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 their whole deal is trash. It's, it's terrible, man. Well, but um, it's not, it's not I'm, like I'm, that everywhere. So, no, you can go on Fanatics and buy things. So you're, right. so you're, you, you're, yours is the baseball jersey. Mine's the, I'm going to say, I'll say basketball. Um, yeah. What about like in the ACC? Um, what's the freshest jersey? And, you know, if you're going football jersey helmet combo. God damn, that's a banger. Wow. Jersey. Um, Dude, to be honest, I I lo- like the the Wake Forest jerseys. They're just so simple. I, I really like them just because it's like, 
they're like block numbers they're um just the gold just the gold and black they're really nice um Syracuse stepped their game up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that they're one of my favorites, but I. I. I can appreciate them. Florida State jerseys are trash. Mm-hmm. Um, get out of here with that. Virginia Tech jerseys are mad ugly. Um, NC State, if I remember correctly, their jerseys are kind of garbage too. Uh, Miami, Mosset, Virginia, excuse me, kind of all set. Uh, Georgia Tech's nah. North I mean UNC. UNCs are are definitely nice. Uh I would say I mean you I mean if you like real realistically like break it down of like all the teams UNC probably has the nicest nicest yep. jerseys. You actually you know who all you know who else is like a, a, you know competes with them is is Pitt. Pitt's got like that light blue and um yellow thing going on. Those are nice too. So I I'll, I'll say I'll say UNC and Pitt yeah, UNC was going to be mine. I just think that that uh, the blue is is fire. The tar heels, dude. Not for nothing. Like BCs are nice. They're simple. Yeah, no, they're they got the logos on the side. They're like they're definitely top half in the conference. They're nice. I agree. Gold helmets. Um, we talked about benching Phil. Is the fact that DJU got benched uh, does it help the case to bench Phil? Make it a little easier. It should, but. It, but I mean, freaking them, them fire them. Uh, what's it called? Georgia Tech fire and their head coach, and and we're just sitting pat. So I, I just yeah. feel like we we just we just have no urgency. But I mean, yeah, it definitely may, it definitely should make it easier. I don't know if they'll do it, but because things that tend to make sense, they're they're like, <laughs> no, we're cool. We'll do the opposite. Uh, do you think Zay's stock would rise or fall with the benching of Phil? Like, do you think that would hurt his, his chances in the NFL? Is it a factor? No. If anything, it'll go up. You think? If Phil if Phil gets benched, will it affect Zay's stock? Yeah, I just mean they do have a good connection. That's one thing you can't take away is they connect on bombs. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. I. I think whoever. I think whoever's throwing on the ball is going to have a good connection with them. Plug and play. It might. He. He. he honestly, he'll probably benefit from. A change in quarterback too to be honest hmm. like he's gonna get his touches regardless it's not like it's not like you know some other quarterback's gonna come in and start spreading the love it's like who well, what other receivers do they have yeah no you're gonna come you in know? and throw it to zay if you're coming in yeah like what are they gonna start start throwing a takis all the time and not he's their second like wide receiver on the team and he didn't get even a look last game when no. i say second wide receiver i meant receptions yards like he's he was behind yeah. zay in a per game statistical category. And he did, I, I think he might've just still been hurt and I kept him in the block. It sort of made me feel like a decoy almost. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Yeah. I mean, Garwo was the main running back. So if you can call a main running back out there, but even Brum zero carries um, didn't do anything was injured, but came back, you know, that game Takas was injured, came back that game, zero targets um, did nothing. They're bringing both of those are back. players. Yeah, no, they're back, but they're, they just didn't do like, anything. They're like, yo, 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 get in here. <laughs> we need you. They're like, we need you. <laughs> Dude, we're so in sync. I love it. <laughs> um, moving from offensive side of things to defensive side of things, and still thinking Sundays. Anyone on the on the defensive side of BC's uh, ball going to be playing on Sundays? Yeah, Jaden Woodbay and Josh DeBerry. Um, 
I think it's I don't I don't I don't really know who else would. Uh, Sometimes I feel like, like Barry Mace. gets picked on. Yeah, but I I still think he has I, th- I still think he has the resume to at least get drafted and make like a P squad. Yeah, or at least you know he'll be on special teams for a couple of years. He'll be like that kid from a couple of years ago, um, Ham Ham Cheevers, who left early. I got picked in like the sixth round, or maybe even undrafted, and was on like a practice squad for a year or two. Definitely not like sustainable it. careers, but yeah. I'd love to see more representation of BC in the NFL, especially after Matt Ryan getting benched. Please don't segue. If you have a question. No, there's no, segue. there's no segue. There's no segue okay. for, for the Matt Ryan. I'm, I'm not ready to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Noted. Um, would you rather lose <laughs> 43 to 15 or three to nothing? Ah, 40 40 43 to 15 yeah me too at Way least better. you see at least at least you see toddies on the other side like i still enjoyed watching watching um hartman throw absolute darts like that was sick yeah um so over the weekend on sunday i joined a men's basketball pickup league which was pretty fun um, nah awesome. really yeah steel too it was 30 bucks for six sessions i had already missed a session so this was technically week two my first week so like five bucks a wait whack, was this right? baseball or basketball basketball i thought when you told me i thought you said baseball no no basketball it's like i uh you show up and um, they just do you get on a squad of five and if you win you play the other the other side that one you know and you just keep playing we played like four games to 11 you know full court but like half you know like kind of when a basketball court it has the main court and then there's always like two basketball hoops on each side where you can kind of yeah. like make like a smaller court, but it's like good enough. Um, so we were able yeah. to get two, two, two full court games going at the same time. So nice. Um, dude. It was fun. Yeah. I, I went out and got some sneakers cause I realized I had the wrong sneakers. It left me super sore. Like my shins hurt. It was terrible. Um, Do you got some buckets? Um, I scored a few times. I'm in a big boxing out, uh, setting picks kind of grinding on defense. So, um, and making some good passes from the from the from the point, so that was more a my more game. Tim, Dun- Tim Duncan esque. Yeah, I go. I like to mirror my game after Leon Poe. Oh, so you just have bricks for hands then? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I take charges. Um, what do you want to see? Uh, so my segue was to basketball. What do you want to see out of BC uh-huh. basketball um, to start the year? Like, what are some key indicators that we're on the right track in the uh, you know to see in the first couple of games? Definitely, definitely. They're de- I want to. I, I want to see them play hard as shit defense. Um, you know, I don't think that. I don't think that it's any. I don't have any questions about their ability to score per se. Um, I really want to see if they're able able to play defense as a cohesive unit. Also, I would really like to see some of these new guys. Um, specifically the freshmen coming in as well as a couple of the transfers and see if they're actually able going to contribute. It's always tough when they're playing like the non-conference opponents, because obviously it's lesser competition. So, but you can at least get an idea of who's going to, you know, be able to transition into like whether they're an ACC player or not. So I would say like their ability to guard as well as just, just, 
the newer guys, like if they're able to integrate themselves into the rotation, because obviously we talked about it before. They had a seven man rotation last year, so they should have, you know, eight or nine capable players this year that are able to play. So that's that's something that I'll be looking into. Yeah, I'm looking for two things. I'm looking to see if um, one of the because they have five of the seven returning that you said, seven man rotation, five of them coming back. I'm looking to see one of them, maybe two of them make a jump. You know, as far as skill level goes, um, I think it's going to be Demar. That'd be nice to see because my criticism of them and the reason why I gave them like they were projected to get like third or you know they were ranked thirteenth out of fifteenth or something like that, and I said they would probably mm-hmm. win like fifteen games. And the reason that I say that is you have the same people coming back; you're going to do the same thing again, most likely. And so, what I would like to see is myself be wrong in the sense that one of those yeah. five guys makes a big jump and moves the yeah. needle. In that sense, if they're going to all, if none of them make a jump, you're looking at the same five guys doing the same things yeah. they did last year and really relying on all the freshmen and the, and the transfer guys. And that's kind of a hard, that's a tough ask to ask your bench players to be the reason your team revolves into plus 10 wins. Like that's a lot to ask from your yeah, bench. Yeah, sure. 10 wins, you know, so that's I really just, what I'm I just for. think. I think the two people that they're replacing, like they replace, like they, they have much better replacements for them. Yeah. To, to be seen to be seen I, you we'll know see we, right yeah no that's yeah. Something, that's what we're looking for in the that's, first three games that's can, my hope can you, that's my can hope. you be can you have depth can you play defense and can someone make a jump forward in, in your starting rotation mm-hmm. um yeah sure for. um well we we saw and celebrated that jordan hastings um is a recruit that joined the team but there was much debate three-star or four-star recruit did you see that on yeah. Twitter? Some people yeah, reported yeah. three, some people are reporting four. Let's just call them a three and a half star uh, for, is yeah. what it is. But high, what, what's your take high on that? three star. A high three star. I, I find that annoying. He's a three star. Um, they they used to do that. So there was this kid, there was this quarterback a couple of years ago, this kid, Sam Johnson, the third. Yeah. He was a three star on one site and a four star on another site. And, and long story short, he ended up transferring out to some like division two school. But like they love doing that in the threads. Like, so say like on ESPN, he's a three-star and then on rivals, he's like a low four-star. Now he's a four-star. Like now he's just, that's just it. Like, they're like, you know, for instance, like with that quarterback, they're like, Oh, well, Anthony Brown's the quarterback, but we have a four, a four-star freshman. And it's like, nah, it's like he's a three-star, you know, you know, even if you want to call, you know, meet in the middle of three three and a half it's like all right so he's a high three star you know what i mean so it's like i don't buy i mean and the the, the those star systems are so like yeah who cares anyways. it's like a it's yeah. like a weather forecast it's like okay i'll it's just like, wait you, until the day comes and look out my window yeah. yeah like when he gets here and gets yeah. on the court i'll let you know how good he is like who cares dude it was it was crazy though so i think from I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I, I know it was like in 18 years or something, there was, you know, two or three, four stars, Craig Smith, the homie um, was one of them. And then in the last, the last, you know, what Earl Grant's been here, what, two years now yeah. he's brought in at least two. And, you know, if you want to call this kid a four star, we will not whatever, but uh, yeah. So there's been, there's already like a huge uptick 
in the four stars. Like I, I, I wish I had that. I wish I had that in front of me because it was like Craig Smith. And when I seen that, I was like, Ooh, Craig Smith, you know, there, there was a couple others. There was like one or two others, but uh, yeah, let's, 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 I mean, let's see if this kid can play who gives a shit about the, the actual, uh, this is the oh, another one class? was that kid. What's that? It was his kindergarten oh, class. This, How many gold oh, stars? Yeah, did? yeah. You got a gold star, gold star for behaving. Another one was that kid Hamilton, uh, who was he ended up not even being that good. So there you go. Like you know, who cares? Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing? Um, we speaking stop? about what are we doing? Uh, sometimes BC Twitter can get a little out of control early in the year. It was definitely a little haywire. Has uh, BC Twitter come back to earth? Um, we're having a horrible year. What are your thoughts? <laughs> BC Twitter is wiling. I was seeing today that they're they were like arguing with UMass fans again about like the, <laughs> the Ken Palm stuff. I'm like, oh my lord! I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude! But like they like dunk on them, so it's like mad funny and like you. I don't know. I just like don't understand these UMass people. Like they're like they're afraid to play us. It's like you guys suck too. I could see if like they were nice. You know what I mean? Because like right. I I shitted on this kid one time because he was like he was like oh you guys haven't made a tournament since '09, and I clapped back because I I looked and I was like let me get I was like I need to get my facts correct on this one because I, I was like I'm, I need to bury this kid because he was mad annoying and I was like dude you guys have made one tournament um since like I think it was like 2000 or something one tournament they made it in 2014 I was like so wait. Like, yeah, like we've been bad for the last 15 years. Like, sure. Like, absolutely. But like, it's like, you're worse. You know, it's like a trash can calling a, you know, calling a dumpster like dirty. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, you suck too. Yeah. And you're, you're in the A10. Like, stop. Like, knock it off. No, it's two you bums know? fighting. Yeah. Not making us uh, try and make us feel bad. We do it ourselves. Yeah. We don't need your help. No. Um, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Coke Zero at that, huh? Coke Zero. Coke Zero, yeah. Coke, Coke Zero or, or Diet Coke? Coke Zero. Coke Zero, yeah. <laughs> A little bit of yeah. ice. Perfect. Mm, what about now. you? No, yeah, Coke Zero, 100%. I had Pepsi over the weekend, which inspired this question. I was like, this is trash. Yeah. Pepsi's, like, you know, if it's Just the only thing available... If, if it's the only thing available and you get like a diet Pepsi or something, like it's whatever, whatever. but like yeah. so, side by side, side by side, it's not even close. And don't you think you could tell the difference if you put them in a cup and it was like, tell me Coke and Pepsi. I'm like, yeah, 100%. the one I like will be Coke. The one I don't like will be yeah. Pepsi. It'll be that simple. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Cause everyone always like, you can't tell them like, you absolutely can tell the difference. They taste like two different you things. Can, They're just the same. You color. can 100% tell the difference. Yeah. Yo, shout probably, out! Shout out the Coke Zero. Yeah, <laughs> we're drinking it, but they ain't paying it for us yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, no free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a new pair of sneakers, the Giannis. They're gonna help me uh, not be sore next week in basketball. Uh, what's your favorite pair of sneakers that you got right now? What's your favorite ground gripper? My favorite, okay. My, my so my favorite, my favorite pair is my fire red, my Jordan four fire reds, by far. It's just my, it's just my favorite sneaker. Period. Um, Are they the ones you own right now, or is that just the ones you've come across? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, I own, I own them. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, I own them. I I got hell them like two yeah. years ago. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I step out on them once in a while, not not too often though. I hear you. I keep them. I keep them clean. Mm. Um, what's something that you're looking forward to, either personally or Boston College related? Personally or BC related? Yeah, I let you go. You can kind of like go down whatever road you want, or you can answer both. Don't Ooh. matter to me. What's something Ooh. you're looking forward to? Freedom, freedom. I mean, dude. I want. First of all, like we're gonna bring it back to uh, Brett's Brett's date in life right now. There you go. Uh, a little little update for the friends. Uh, mm-hmm. We went on an impromptu first date last night. Went very well. Good. The vibe. The vibes were immaculate, dude. Let me tell you, as I was walking there, I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like my my life is turning into like a Taylor Swift song. Like I've been going, like I'm going on like mad first dates. Like it's so, you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, I'm so lame. Um, you're not lame. Let me correct thank you, thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Dude, I felt fire. it though. I know. Thank you. You are as well. But like, I felt if I was just like, dude, like, you know, I was like, it's like, I'm always like talking to some new girl that I met on an app. And then like, maybe I'll get dinner with her. And then my, and the poor, the, my, my poor mother, dude, she's always like, she's like, oh, so like, how's the dating scene? Like, are you seeing this? Did you ever hear from this girl again? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, nah, <laughs> no. So like when I went on this date last night, like I didn't tell her about it. Cause like, I can't keep doing that. You know what I mean? And it's not like I'm some like big playboy. Like, let me, let me get the record straight. Like I am not, but yeah. So like when I went on this date last night, I was like, I'm not, I'll, I'll tell her about it this weekend, like good or bad. And if it's bad, I probably just won't say anything, but it was good. So I'm so looking, forward, looking to forward to number day two. two. Yeah. Oh, good. Number good. two. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'll keep you updated. Please keep us all updated. Um. <laughs> Let's keep it BC related and football related. What is something you're still looking for from the football season this year? For Zay to break all those records. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Like when it happens, like that moment yeah. on the field or like when they flash yeah, the statistic, yeah. that would be a cool, like when we hopefully look back on this. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, when we look back on this season and we like, like historically, like years from now, like anything good, it's like, yo, Zay Flowers in 2022 broke all these records like he set like when you look in the book most passing it and you get down to the receiving category it's going to be z flowers z flowers just his name will be everywhere and it'll be cool to see the moment that it happens and be able to look back historically on the fact that we got to watch Zay flowers pummel records well it's going to be mad fire when he's winning super bowls for the patriots next year too yeah from bailey that's gonna be sick zappy to flowers well what but what are they going to do number wise is Bailey Zappi going to give up his number? No, Flowers is going to Flowers is going to move to fourteen. Little Steve Grogan action. Yeah, he'll have to. It, it's Zappi. It'll be Zappi's team by then. Um, I'm just I'm, for the fans. I'm joking. I have I Zappi looked just as bad as Mac Jones did. Like who knows? We need a third quarterback to come in and play. We really maybe Brady will get traded to the Pats. Uh, who knows? Um, I seen a fire real quick, dude. I seen a fire um edit of. Tom Brady in a Patriots jersey with Bill Belichick earlier on Twitter. It was. It looked like it looked so, it, probably the realest question. I saw that, and I was like, "Why yeah. do we need to edit that? I've seen that in real life before." No, that like, that no. You, I get it. You that was an it. edit, but like how like it, it mind fucked me because it's like, yo, I've seen that in real life. Like I've really seen Tom Brady walk behind Bill Belichick in a Patriots jersey before. It happened for years and years and years. Every year it happened. Like that was like a weekly occurrence. I saw that picture. And then to see it edited, I was like, wait a minute. Isn't that just a picture from like seven years ago? 
Like, no, Buddy, like, that, that, I know that was, that's now like, that's crazy. No, that, that was, that was a picture from seven years ago. That was, I thought you said it was an edit. Yeah, it was a joke. Oh, I was, dude, it joked me. Cause I was sitting there looking at like, why do I need to see this? It looked like it was from seven years ago. It's like, yeah, look, that was the whole, that was the whole joke. It's because people in the comments were like, oh, I'm like, they're like, oh, that's just bullshit. Like Brady left or, um, or he, he'll never come back and play for Belichick. And the dude was like, yeah, that's the joke. Like, yeah, no, he'll never, he'll picture. never come back here. But how funny yeah. would it be no, that, if he got traded to like a rival though? Because they're talking about trading him. Imagine if he went to the Dolphins. I mean, they wouldn't now, but. No, two is back now. And Zach Wilson's with the Jets. And obviously the Bills are set. So he's not going to like an AFC rival. But like. Oh, imagine if you went to San Francisco and took Jimmy's job. That would be dope. That'd be so him funny and, just in the timeline. Of him Jimmy and CMC. And yeah. That'd be a great matchup. All they do need is a quarterback. But That's I digress. Uh, Bruins and Celtics. That's funny, though. That was from seven years ago. And then I was thinking that and then I didn't know it. Anyway, Bruins and Celtics look good to start. Uh, if you had to pick a team to put your chips into or to move your eggs into a basket, which one are you moving them into Bruins or Celtics? Celtics. Yeah. They're the fire. Bruins look phenomenal. The Bruins look phenomenal, but I don't trust it to last the entire season. It's too happy. Go lucky for me. Yeah. feels like the last run of Bergeron and like, you know, these guys are on their, like their last leg are all like playing for Krejci back. He's like 35. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like playing for this one year. And like, sometimes that is, you know, lightning in a bottle but yeah no i'm looking at the celtics they look like the team that is going to be fun to watch for like a decade plus at this point Mm -hmm. Uh, who's winning the world series probably the astros but then again like so when the nationals won and the braves won they weren't like the best teams going on um and then so I mean I could see it, but I mean the the Astros are like a powerhouse, so they'll probably win. Yeah, I'd like to see you know uh, Dusty Baker, Vasquez, Trey Mancini, you know like those guys. I just hate the Astros though, like they just have still like El Tuve. They just have unlikable players, and it just yeah. they're cheaters in my opinion. Still, I know that's almost like they kind of remind me they have like a. I have a strong stance that the Patriots aren't cheaters. But, and I believe the Houston Astros are cheaters. So I don't really like to compare them, but the world thinks of them as two cheating teams, right? Yeah. Two cheating teams that after they got caught, continue to perform at a high level and win Super Bowls. Yeah. And they're now about to win World Series after being caught and eliminated from. So, like, they cheated. Did it really help them? Because look, they're still here. They're still winning. You yeah. Know, back again. They're a powerhouse, like you said. They're not banging on trash cans anymore. So, that obviously wasn't the reason why that they were there. Maybe it was a factor, but it's not the whole reason. They're just a good team. They're a good franchise. So Patriots didn't yeah. get to Super Bowls because they had some game tape from the Jets earlier in the, you know, like or the balls were yeah. underinflated. Like they came out and performed better in the second half with fully inflated balls. So like all of these things, like, you know, kind of like prove like it did that that wasn't the reason they were winning. And I kind of feel that way about the Astros too. It's like kind of proven. Well, and I like point. it too because the whole Yankees argument was from 2017 when they did cheat was that they got cheated out of going to the world series. And it's like, all right, like here's your chance to redeem yourself. And then you got swept. So it's like, all right, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And you use the Red Sox tape of coming back 
against you to inspire you to come back down 0-3 against the Astros, which I thought was absolutely hilarious and just kind of hypocritical in a sense. Last question. No, I got two more questions for you. Um, okay. Is this football season more puzzling or disappointing? I'm thinking. Disappointing. I feel like I feel like we we now know why, you know. It's like yep. um offensive line sucks, the quarterback plays terrible, which leads to awful uh running game, which leads to absolutely no balance, balanced offense. And you know, even even it's not even like they have like an ability to have like a pass heavy offense. So the offense is just dismal. Um, but like it I it would be, I guess the only puzzling part would be like why Phil is just like this bad all of a sudden, but no, I would say it's more just really disappointing because I was just expecting a lot more. Last question for you. Uh, why is BU creating a new deadly strain of COVID? Because they're the worst. BU sucks. They just, they want to kill us. They just, they, they, they want a uh, uh, population control because they're, they're evil, bro. BU is evil. BU is evil. <laughs> That's it. Um, cool. That's it. That's it. Those are all 20. You did well. You passed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Part four, baby. Um, all right. Final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts are, uh, can we please beat UConn so we don't have to talk about a two-win season? Okay. Fair enough. My... Um, my final thoughts is that love love seeing the hockey team uh, rebound in such a way. I, I really do like the kind of progress that they've made since the first game. Um, so really looking forward to seeing how that kind of matriculates over the course of a season. Um, it's really it's a, it's, a, it's a welcome sight, especially during this dismal football season. Mm. Uh, with that, uh, please continue to follow us, uh, Twitter. Instagram, TikTok. I just started dabble in the t- in the TikTok, so we'll uh, get 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 that pop in TikTok. Well, Facebook action at BC Banter Pod. Keep shooting us emails, comments, suggestions, feedback, calling us losers, whatever you feel. Uh, BC Banter Pod at gmail.com. Uh, once again, those socials at BC Banter Pod. Hit us up. And with that, uh, episode 11. In the books. Slam it shut, baby. All right. With that, go Eagles. Roll Eagles. Eagles.